Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, today we're going to be talking about what you need to do, what what you should do with your TSP once you retire. Because while you're working, the TSP is an incredible tool. It is very good at a few things, like helping you invest in a simple way to build wealth over time. But once you retire, is that really the best place for your money, for the needs that you have in retirement, which is a different life stage. We're going to talk about that today. And really, there are three, three different things that are the core choices of what to do with your TSP in retirement. We're going to talk about the pros, the cons of each one of these three, so you can figure out for you what makes the most sense. So let's dive right in. So I'm going to go over the three. So the first one is you can buy an annuity. Okay, you could take a piece or all of your TSP and go buy annuity. Basically, that's saying, hey, you give your money to an insurance company and they come back and say, hey, I'm going to guarantee a monthly payment for you to you for the rest of your life and potentially your spouse's life, depending on what you pick. That's one option. Option number two, you can keep the TSP right where it's at. And option number three, you can roll your TSP over to an IRA and and manage it from there in retirement. So again, we're going to talk about the pros and the cons of each one of these three. So let's go ahead and start with the annuity option. Now, the annuity option is by far, by a huge distance, is by far the most restrictive option of the three. And that is because once you make this election, well, you're stuck. You've made the election and your money is locked up in this annuity where you're going to get your monthly check, which is nice. But the downside is, hey, what if you need money for a new roof or your plans change and maybe the needs are different? Well, you've already made the election and it is often it's impossible to get out or in some cases you can, but it can be very expensive depending on where you get the annuity from. You can get an annuity straight from the TSP. MetLife is the insurance company that provides it for the TSP. If you want to do it straight from there, you can do it um, with other insurance companies as well. Um, there's, there's a number of options. But long story short is you give up flexibility. You give up control of your money in return for a fixed income source. Now, as a federal employee, you have fixed income sources. So actually, let me back up. As someone retiring, there's two types of income that are crucial to have. Number one, you want fixed income. That is your pension, social security, uh, rental income, fixed income that's going to come in every month regardless of what you do, regardless of the stock market, right? That's so crucial to have and it lays the foundation for your retirement. But at the same time, we don't want too much of that, right? And, and you may ask, like, what do you mean too much fixed income? Well, what I mean is if you all had 100% fixed income and no variable income, so no investments, I would be slightly worried. I mean, obviously, it's great to have fixed income, but you want to have somebody you have control over that you have flexibility with so that if something comes up and its plans change, well, you could adapt. You have the flexibility to do so. So that is why... Honestly, in working with federal employees, I have never worked with a federal employee and seen in their situation where an annuity made sense. Never, 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 never. Because what you do is you give up all the potential growth of your TSP and you give that to the insurance company. Now, let me actually let you in on a secret. You can go out and find people that sell annuities and they get paid massive commissions to sell annuities. And that is because insurance companies make massive amounts of money when people buy annuities. And so I would much rather you keep that money in your pocket to have the control and flexibility over time. So as a general rule, annuity is an option. I am not a fan of that option. Maybe you can go find other people that are more fans of it. In my opinion, it does not make sense, especially for federal employees. 
um, it is not a very good option. But now let's talk about the second option, which is you can just keep your money in the TSP. And I get this question all the time when people ask, okay, why don't I just keep it where it's at? What's this talk of doing an annuity or an IRA? Why, I, the TSP has worked great for me. Why don't I just keep it exactly where it's at? And that's a phenomenal question. And really, there's a couple reasons to keep it there, and there's a couple reasons not to. Number one, the TSP is simple. That's one of the core strengths of the TSP. It's simple. There's five core investment funds. Now, now there's some L funds and, of course, the mutual fund window. So it's getting more complicated and a little more fee-heavy. But still, as a general rule, it's still relatively low fee. It's simple. You're familiar with it. So for many federal employees where they really aren't in the position to go and research and learn about IRAs and other things, sometimes I tell them, hey, just keep it in the TSP. You're better off just by keeping it simple because sometimes when you start messing around with other things, you make mistakes. Now, there are some disadvantages, though. For example, when... You know, when you're earning money during your career and getting money into your TSP, the TSP does a great job. It's very automated. There's very few things it can't do that you would want it to do. Once you retire, it changes a little bit. For example, when you take money out, your money always comes out pro rata from whatever investments you're in. So what does that mean? Let's do an example. Let's say 50% of your money is in the C fund. The other 50% is in the G fund. Now, if you're not familiar, the C fund is an aggressive fund that over time is going to bounce around a lot. But the G fund, on the other hand, is much more conservative where it's going to grow slowly over time. So guess what? When the market's down, for example, right now, the market is having trouble. When the market's down, if we can pick, do we want to take from our C fund bucket or our G fund bucket? Well, I would take from the G fund bucket so we could allow the C fund to grow. You don't want to sell when the market's down. That's the worst time to sell. You want to sell when the market's up. You want to give it time. But the TSP does not allow you to do that. They don't allow you to choose which funds to take your withdrawal from. They take it pro rata, proportionally based on how you're invested. So that's one downside where administratively it's hard to manage that way, trying to only take out money from the places you want to. It's not possible. Well, in an IRA, it would be. Now, another disadvantage of the TSP is the fact that there are very few tax reduction strategies that you can actually do within the TSP. For example, a very common one I use for my clients every year, basically every year for most of my clients, is a Roth conversion. Basically what that means is you take money from a pre-tax account. Like I assume most of you as federal employees have most of your money in the pre-tax traditional TSP. And that's great, but once you pull money out of there, you have to pay taxes on it. And we'd much rather get money over to a Roth account, meaning after tax, when you take money out of there, then it's completely tax-free. We love not paying taxes when we can. So in an IRA, you have an option to do Roth conversions, basically getting money over from a pre-tax side to the the Roth side. And over time, it can be very, very powerful to build an after-tax bucket to give you more control in retirement. Unfortunately, the TSP does not allow you to do that. So TSP is great at a number of things. At doing a little more complicated strategies, well, no, it's not designed to do any of that which can be detrimental for some situations. Now, another little nuance there is if you do have money in the Roth TSP, the after-tax TSP, one thing you have to know is that the Roth TSP is still subject to RMDs or required minimum distributions. Basically, you got to take money out of it. You're forced to take money out of it starting at age 72. Now, if you were just to move that Roth TSP over to a Roth IRA, you would no longer have to do that at 72. You'd get, you'd have more control. You could let it sit in that Roth IRA for the rest of time without having to 
worry about for as long as you live you could keep it there in a Roth IRA so that's another advantage of on the IRA side is that you have more control on how you how you use things and when so that is the pros and cons of keeping in the TSP or moving it out now the last option that you have with your TSP is moving your TSP to an IRA now this is a very popular option it happens all the time but again there's pros and cons a huge advantage is like we were just talking about the, the cons about the TSP often an IRA has more flexibility you can invest in more things you can do Roth conversions with a Roth IRA you're ne never subject to RMDs we love that so there's a lot of advantages there are tons of flexibility but whenever there's more flexibility there's also some more complexity so meaning for example, in the TSP, there's five core funds and they're all relatively low fee. Now on the IRA side, can you find funds that are actually lower fee? Yes, you can, but there's also thousands of options that are higher fee. And so if you know what you're doing, you can definitely find the good ones, but often people make mistakes when they're not familiar with the funds. They pick funds that they're paying massive fees in, which they could be keeping that money for themselves in their retirement, but because they just don't know what they're looking for, they you know there's more complexity. Now there actually is one more con of an IRA. Now this applies for you, especially if you retire in between age 55 and 59 and a half, right? And if you're retiring right in there, you want to definitely pay attention here. And this is the TSP has a rule called the rule of 55. So what this means is if you retire in the year you turn 55 or later, then you can actually access your TSP without an early penalty. Now, let me put that in perspective. Most retirement accounts, you have to wait till 59 and a half to get to your money without a 10% penalty. With the TSP, again, if you retire in the year you turn 55 or later, that is waived. Now, for example, let's say you retire at 56. So that would be waived if you kept your money in the TSP. What if you moved all your money to an IRA? Well, in that case, you'd then be again subject to the 10% penalty because an IRA doesn't have the benefit of taking advantage of that rule. So there's some nuances there. So you may want to at least keep your money in the TSP until you get access to it um, without penalty in an IRA. So food for thought. But again, it depends on what you value. If you really want to take advantage of the, the best tax strategies and invest in more things and have more control over where you take your money, an IRA is a great spot. And honestly, when, actually, when we're helping clients on an ongoing basis, that is normally where we end up because there's just so many advantages in doing that where we can help them save and make way more money on the IRA side because we have more control over what's actually going on. In the TSP, it's simple. It's really good at being simple. But over time, you do lose, of course, some flexibility. So there's pros and cons either way. And again, the, the annuity side, I'm not a huge fan, especially for you as federal employees. So I hope that was helpful. If you have any questions about this, put in the comments below. We do our best to make future content that answers the questions we get in the comments. And if you have any questions about how our firm works with clients and helps them make this decision, helps them get the most out of their retirement, retire confident, there's a link below to actually schedule a meeting with our firm. We'd be happy to talk about it. And good luck with everything. I hope this is helpful and I'll see you next time.